Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Nellie D. Today we're talking... Fish! The jam band you love to hate. No! <laughs> That's the only fish we're not talking about. Natalie, what is fish? Fish are gill-bearing aquatic craniate animals that lack limbs with digits. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Craniate, so they have skulls. Yeah, they got heads, and they don't have digits on whatever limbs that they have. Now, when I think fish, the first thing I think is Heathcliff's fish, which is a fish head with X's for eyes, and mm-hmm. then bones in the middle, mm-hmm. and then a tail. Right. Is that accurate for most fish? There's other kinds of fish. They're cartilaginous. Like, they're not all bony like that. Okay, but they're all craniate, so they all have a skull. Uh If a skull you see, then a fish it be. (laughs) Aye, aye. (laughs) Fish is all kinds of different fish. So you got, like, carp, swordfish, and hagfish, and lampreys. Like, all the different things that could be a fish. Sure. That is everything that is included in fish. I don't blame you, yeah. (laughs) And they are an important resource because people love to eat them. So everyone loves fish. My first question is, Natalie, who invented fish? They were invented before dinosaurs, even, because they were swimming around. Oh, and that's the soup, Mm -hmm. the primordial soup. They came around about 450 million years ago. Fish are also, like, culturally important in regards to being, like, religious symbols and, like, symbols that are used in art and... Fish play a big part in a lot of, like, literature. That was a big thing in the Bible, was fish. Right. That was a Jesus trick. He, he would go like, around. One fish, two fish. Yeah. Four fish. Eight fish. That was, his, that was his, his thing he did. Fish are part of a group called olfactors, which is the group of animals that have pharynxes. So olfactory means smelling. Mm-hmm. But... That term in respect to to classifying animals means that it has a pharynx and includes includes respiratory functions in their pharynx. Fish breathe through gills. Right. Fish are mostly strictly underwater. Right. So the fish breathes in through its gills and then does that go into its throat? The water comes in. So the gills are like little filaments that are just filled with capillaries. Okay. And so it is like a filter kind of. And all the capillaries create the surface area where they do the oxygen and carbon dioxide exchange. And so they will pull a bunch of water in their mouths and then they will like squirt it out over their gills. I didn't know that they have to suck water in and then the gills are excretory. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go in through their gills. It goes. Whoosh. Oh, I thought it went like across the gills. That's the wild. It goes across the gills from the inside. Like, have wow. you ever seen, like, the fishing show where the guy picks a fish up out of the water and it looks like he's sticking his finger through the side of the fish's head? Uh, no, I think I'm watching different fishing shows than you. I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna show you a picture. That doesn't seem very nice. It doesn't seem very respectful. But fish are slippery. I mean, you gotta... Yeah, you have to, to hook them somewhere. See, they have the big mouth. Oh, wow, okay. The mouth is huge. They go gulp and they go, and they squirt it out their cheek holes. Okay, so that would be a large mouth bass then. Yeah, his mouth's pretty big. <laughs> Have you ever gone fishing? 
I only went fishing once. My dad took me fishing once, and I don't remember where we went. I feel like we maybe even went a place where even as a kid, I knew there wouldn't be any fish there. Uh-huh. Like on purpose, uh, like you didn't want to catch any fish? My dad wanted to take me fishing, but I was like not interested. I was like, I want to play computer. Which now, honestly, as an adult, I would like to go fishing in a place where I could catch fish. I wouldn't want to go to the rivers around here because the rivers around here are nasty as fuck. Right. When I was a kid, we went to East Fork Lake, just like at the edge of a really shallow part of the lake. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fish won't come up where it's this shallow, but it was fine. We fished for like 20 minutes or something. We didn't catch anything. We went home. Right. My dad liked fishing. Did he ever catch anything? In the 60s or something. Oh. You 70s. I for it. Now, I wasn't around. That's pretty much my family history is uh, my folks did stuff and then we came around. And I think they they quit. Some people do that. It's fine. Yeah. A lot of people around me were always fishing when I was a kid. Like my stepdad did and like all my friends' dads did and like all our neighbors did. And so it was like a thing where people would always have fish they just caught. People would always be coming home with like a big chain full of fish or whatever they do to hook it on there. Multiple fish. Right, yeah, on a chain. On some kind of, yeah, on some kind of tiered chain, yeah. Right. I know that the uh, Olentangy River, which is spelled Ol, O-L-E-N, the letter N, Tangy, T-A-N-G-Y, Olentangy. I know that that often smells like sewage, but people sort of troll through there, whether they drag nets or whether they do like hook and line fishing. They get fish out of there and I guess they eat them. It smells like the water's dirty and infected though. I wonder if you could put, I mean, I think you might be able to put the fish in a clean bucket and let it live in the bucket for a day or two. Yeah, that's what they're going to do to me if they, (laughs) you know, I've thought very many times about to serve mankind. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. The aliens come down uh, to right to serve. They have the book. It says to serve mankind. Then the humans are relieved. They're like, oh, it's not the evil aliens. But then at the end, somebody opens the book and it's like roast them for two hours at 4.50 and they realize. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recipe book. So... <laughs> If I ever get to serve mankind, they're going to have to put me in a big bucket with like nothing but oats. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to eat oats for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to clean out all the Quest bars, the byproducts of liquor, like the acetaldehyde, stuff like that. My body's going to have to work through all the Advil I've been eating for 40 years. You know, all the caffeine from your coffee and stuff. But yeah, it makes you, makes you have a flavor to you. Oh, gosh, yeah. Just, like, riddled with caffeine and metabolites and the acid from the beans and stuff. Like, uh, who's the guy that ate hemlock? Socrates? Yeah, I think One so. of those old guys going out and eating hemlock. That's got to taste bad. That's what I would taste like. <laughs> Tastes like a cross between a monkey and a penguin. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it would be. (laughs) 
Listen, if the apex predator species was not smart enough to put me in a big padded room with a bunch of oats, they would be like, ooh, this one's off. <laughs> like most humans, I think, taste like a combination of Olive Garden and Coca-Cola. Yeah. I think it's just pizza. Like, they just taste like rotten pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I taste great. <laughs> <laughs> Word on the street. <laughs> uh, so some fish have multiple gill openings. Did you know that? Where are there other gills? Uh, let me show you a picture of one. Sharks have multiple gill openings. Sharks. Sharks have the little the little slits on the side that go down. So okay. each of those would have gills in it. Oh, so most fish just have one little cheek hole. Bony fish have one cheek hole. Okay. If you were to tell me to draw a shark, I would go for the nose first, and then I would make a few little curly boys for the for the gills. Yeah. And then I would draw the back fin. The most important part of a shark is getting the shape of its mouth right. If yeah. You get, if you fuck that up, then you're fucked. It, it's a massive overbite. And he's mad. It's a very life in hell yeah. kind of animal. <laughs> so there are some fish that do not need to be in the water to breathe. Like mudskippers? Like mudskippers, lungfish, and like a whole bunch of other kinds of like have to come to the surface and like gulp air. Like a stupid dolphin. Yeah. Imagine the worst of both worlds. <laughs> The fish that are able to breathe air are usually fish that are in shallow water because of seasonal variations in the water level. Oh, okay. So, uh, right. If the shallows of the water dry up, then they want to be able to... Breathe still. (laughs) Poke their head up and breathe, yeah. Right. If a fish is 100% water breathing, that is, like, not an advantage because... Then if the concentration of dissolved oxygen in the water drops, they're fucked 100%. Fish that are able to breathe air, sometimes they could, like, live in, like, a wet patch of mud, flop around in it. Yeah, or they could live in somewhere that's, like, contaminated, that has less oxygen or something like that. And some of them will go into something called summertime hibernation, where they will, if the water level gets too bad, they'll just kind of, like, hibernate, so they don't even need to breathe it much at all. I wish people could hibernate. That would just, I mean, I never want to wish away the years, but sometimes you want to just drop out for a little bit, but... The world continues without you, unlike a fish. I mean, really, if you're a fish, when you get back to your life, everything's the same, right? Right. Well, you think about it. If we were able to hibernate, there would probably be a benefit to it. And so I don't think it would count against you that much if you were able to. I mean, societally, like uh, the bills would still have to be paid. Like you would wake up out of hibernation. You would have like negative $1,190. <laughs> I mean, I would. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my auto pay kept going. Like, you can't evict me. I'm fucking, I'm hibernating, bro. Right, I think that everyone should get a hibernation break every year for like four months. You can take it whenever you want. You just gotta stay asleep the whole time. I think there should be a mandate that, I mean, four months a year, that's a great starting point. I think we might be able to get three months every three years 
I think that's what we would negotiate down I to. I think eight months a year. Yeah, uh, yeah, ideally, obviously. Uh, we would probably, I mean, honestly, if I could sleep three or four months out of the year, I would probably stay alive, like, for longer. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I, I was think- saying before. It's like, I think that the act of hibernating would be very good for your body, and your your body would be like, I would love it when you hibernate, and then you would live to be, like, 20 years longer. Oh, yeah, and you could just, basically, anytime things were not going well, you could just peace out. Right. Like, ah, I'm going to see you guys later. I'm going to go hibernate. What you do is you go in, you fill out the forms, and you just send them in. And you're like, look, here's the deal. I'm going to be hibernating for three months. I set a reminder. My phone's going to buzz. I'm going to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) You are legally entitled to charge me way less for my rent because I'm not even going to be using most of the house. Right, right. We should be staying in one place. This shouldn't count. I think your serotonin, your dopamine would reset. Like, things would be more interesting. Like, as soon as you woke up, you'd be like, this is different. I am awake. Everything's cool. And all your tolerance for all your stuff would just completely reset. Right. Think about it. You go to sleep for four months, and then you wake up, and you'd be skinny. I would. That's, like, the easiest diet is sleep for four months. Just, just your- that's what you've been. That's what you've been indulging for is you need to store up. That's another reason you want to hibernate, because then you'd have a reason to get fat every year, because you're gonna you're getting ready to hibernate. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, what what are you uh, what are you gonna do? Twelve hundred, fourteen hundred a day. I think my only negative outlook for hibernation would be when I'm sleeping. A lot of my dreams I have are like anxiety based, mm-hmm. and I know lately, like. For no reason, I've been having these dreams where I will be, I will find myself in a crowded place and I will not have a mask on. I will not have a mask accessible. Mm -hmm. That's like my, that's my nightmare that I have is I'm suddenly in a crowded place. I can't leave. I'm in the middle of something. I have to leave, but I've already been exposed and right. So I'm doing this whole mental calculus of what do I do next? Like, right? Like, right. I'm in the grocery, but I'm going to have to come back to the grocery anyway, so I may as well check out, But uh, right? Mm-hmm. Just the whole time I'm hibernating, just having anxiety hibernation dreams about, like, I wake up and, you know, the forms didn't go through for my hibernation credit. <laughs> they turned my electricity off. You woke off. up in the garbage dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody came and cleaned my house out and threw me out. (laughs) You know that hibernation sleep is probably awesome, though. It is like the sleep of the dead. I have to say, one of the things I like is, uh, and this occurs to me every time I see something that's like natural sleep, sleep without drugs. No, you need to- Drug sleep is the best You should try drugged sleep. (laughs) Owns. A sleep where you are assisted by the soporific effects of a drug. You know, pick something not addictive if you can, sure. Don't go down any roads where you don't want to look back, for sure, right? Mm-hmm. But try drugged sleep. That's it. Cops are canceled. School is canceled. Dare is canceled. There's no teledare. Try drugs for sleep. Take drugs and then sleep. It's just a suggestion. Don't blame me. You don't even have to, you know, just do like three Benadryls and 900 bong rips. 
sleep like a baby. Or do one Zyrtec and one bong rip. And then, <laughs> it, and then maybe your partner will do three Benadryls and 900 bong rips and you can like uh, triangulate. You can say, okay, I think we should both do two Benadryls and two bong hits. <laughs> Right, and you just compare notes and all this, and then when you go in for your hibernation, you just scale up, you extrapolate. Right, nine hundred bong rips, nine hundred Benadryls. Get in there, and you try to take a real good crap before you go down. Yeah, or not. You can have really amazing crap when you wake up. Maybe you wake up in the garbage dump in crap. <laughs> Well, you probably wouldn't crap that much when you're in hibernation because you wouldn't be eating. You know, I think, unfortunately, I think you'd have to clean yourself out. Not like the oats. Not when you're going to get eaten by an alien. Like the magnesium laxatives, like when you have to go to the doctor when they're going to get in there or go down from the oh, front yeah. or whatever. Right. I think you probably had to stay moisturized. You'd probably like die of dehydration if you didn't at least get up enough to have, have a sip. I'm saying it's sleepy. I want to do this hibernation. Let's do it. We haven't even pushed the hibernation laws through or anything. So. <laughs> the hibernation laws. So um, fish, like I said before, were like 450 million years ago, right? And they think that they may have evolved from an animal that was similar to a sea squirt. Because the larvae of the sea squirt are kind of like fish-like, and so they think that they they think that it's possible that the first ancestors of fish were probably like the larvae of an animal that was similar to that that in the course of evolution opted to not progress beyond the larval stage because swimming around was better for them. Oh, okay. So a sea squirt is kind of like an anemone where it just yeah. kind of locks down. It's and isn't it called a sea squirt? Because it's just basically this immobile tube, and when you pick it up, it kind of gleeks on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why being a fish would be a lot more elusive. <laughs> in, more fun. in terms of predators, yeah. <laughs> the term fish describes any non-tetrapod craniate. Oh. That has gills for the entirety of its life cycle. Oh, okay. Gills for the entirety of its life cycle. So there's shit like tadpoles that have gills and then they turn into frogs and they breathe air. Yeah, so, but they're not fish. I think that the whole fish thing, you know how people like, when when people grow, they kind of look like little, what do they look like? They look like little, uh, well, first they look like little mushrooms and then they kind of look like little frogs mm -hmm. or something they, they're they yeah. very froggy uh and of course when you're a person you're not breathing oxygen you're just sucking shit in through a tube so you're kind of fishy to begin with right i like the thing that really pulls back that yeah everything is really just kind of related you're just kind of accidentally able to use a computer bud <laughs> <laughs> we've also had a conversation before about how not all things that are called fish are fish so things like shellfish and cuttlefish Starfish, crayfish, jellyfish, not fish. Mmm, misnamed just because they got them out of the water. Right. In the olden days, like 15th, 16th century, biologists did not even really make a distinction of anything that was like in the water. All of it was fish. And so back then, seals were fish, <laughs> crocodiles were fish, <laughs> hippopotamuses were fish. <laughs> 
I mean, that, I'm just thinking, you know, in the 1500s, you're wandering around the Netherlands. Well, no, they don't have hippos there. You're wandering around in your Dutch colony in Africa going, uh, and you're wandering around and uh, a hippo is standing in the water and it's shitting and it's using its tail like a propeller and it's spraying the shit everywhere and you're like, the fish here are the worst. <laughs> the worst fish. But that also, uh, remember we talked, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked, talked about papal dispensations or something like that and we were talking about how certain monks would classify baby rabbits as being fish so they could eat them on fast days. Yeah, they could eat them on Fridays or during Lent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was during our Pope episode, right. I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, so people are, were not always that specific on what they even called fish. Like, if it came out, if it was wet, it was a fish. Yeah, I could see being at the beach and something washes up and you're like, that's like jelly, but it's in the water, so it's a jellyfish. Right. <laughs> Nothing that is a mammal is a fish. So dolphins are not fish. Whales are not fish. Yeah, another strike against dolphins, to be honest. Fish are ectothermic. They are streamlined, so they fish they so they fish around better. <laughs> <laughs> and they use gills, although there are some fish that use accessory breathing organs to breathe atmospheric oxygen or they will get oxygen in some other way also. Sure, and can I just say, I really appreciate, there's not very many other classes of animals where the animal is the same thing as the technique you use to get the animal and then you also, like you fish a fish and then you also introduced the verb fishing around as a way to say, you know, what a fish does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so that would be like i'm going out in the yard to rabbit a rabbit rabbit's rabbiting around i'm gonna try to grab him (laughs) but he's rabbiting around out there (laughs) he's rabbiting around like a motherfucker did you know that catfish extract oxygen through their intestines no do they have gills too Mm mm-hmm so if they extract oxygen, so you were saying the fish pull water in through their mouths and squirt it out through their gills. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the kid in middle school who will get milk and shoot it out his nose. Right. Extracting oxygen from their intestines so the, so the catfish go ahead and just swallow the water. Yeah, yeah. They get it out of their intestines and then obviously they shit the water out. Fish like to swim around, as you may have heard. Some fish are faster than others. Eels and rays, they are not as fast. They only swim about half a body length per second. How fast does a fish go? A fast fish could go 20 body lengths per second. Oh, wow. Eels throw you off because they're so wriggly. They're wriggly bigglers. They look like they're moving fast, but most of it's side to side. They're floppy whoppers. So what makes a fish move so fast? Depends on the fish, baby. All of them are different. This is just like when I asked my friends how I can build a computer to play the new flight simulator because it looks so fun. And they said, well, it depends. (laughs) And I said, what graphics card? And they said, well, you get a variety of graphics cards. This is not helping me. (laughs) Damn it. I don't know anything about any of this stuff. Imagine I've never seen a computer before. That's your your audience right now. I just click on my Mac and I want to play planes. <laughs> I want to do airplanes, but I can't do them on my Mac. 
What do I need to do to do the airplane game? That's all you need to tell me. Get me from point A to point B. So some fish do not have any scales like eels or they have a ton of scales on them or they have different kinds of scales that are scalier or hornier or whatever. They all all have different skin situations, so that really doesn't even play into whether or not it's a fish. I, so I grew up around people dealing with fish and fishing all the time when I was a kid, and what I always think about when I think about fishing is, is I always think about the aftermath when you have to clean all the fish. That is, like, not the funnest thing. Well, you have all the scales everywhere. You had to descale them. You had to gut them. You had to fillet them and cut their heads off. It's very hands-on. And I remember my neighbor catching some kind of fish that was not a typical fish, right? And maybe it didn't have, like, like skin on it like you would normally expect. Yeah. And so he was trying to skin the fish. And he he had to, he, whenever he would clean these fish, he would have to, like, nail their head to a board. And then, like, stand on the board in order to skin it like to get enough resistance to be able to skin the fish. The idea is that you take a carp and you have to nail its head to a board because the skin is so tough and it's so hard to separate from like the fascia and the tissues of the body that you nail its head and then you you cut around and then you pull the skin off, but Mm -hmm. it's very hard. And you have to do that with an eel too. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to remove the skin, but one of the first jokes I was ever told uh, was from my dad, and he said, you know how you, Drew, you know how you cook a carp? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't know anything. I'm a child. And he said, what you do is get the carp, you nail its head to the board, and then you throw the board in the fire, you pull it out and eat the board. Fish that you fish yourself when you prepare it is always a different situation than going out to the restaurants and having a piece of fish. You know what I'm saying? Like when you fish something out of a out of the river or out of a pond, like you're basically obligated to fry it. Yeah, I don't think it, I've ever seen anyone not fry it. But it's really good. Yes, if it you is. get it and it's fresh, it's really good. I never really liked fish, but then I think a friend of ours. Pretty soon after I moved up to Columbus, she invited us out for sushi. And I was like, I've never eaten this. And she's like, well, try it. And I was like, well, it sounds like it's going to be sick, but I'll do it because I'm just an idiot from Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) And we have gross water there. They put barges in the water and stuff. That can't be good. Right. (laughs) You know what they do with barges? It's the stupidest thing. They put a smaller boat called Tugboat. You know what that boat does? Tugs it. No, it doesn't. It pushes. Yeah. It pushes the fucking barge. Call it a push boat, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I do like a tugboat, though. <laughs> toot toot. You think... <laughs> Buddy, you'd think it was going, you'd think it was hauling that thing around, but it doesn't. Pushes it. Toot toot. Toot 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 toot. I'm a boat. Did you know that fish communicate with each other underwater? I didn't know that, but it makes sense. How do they do that? It depends on the fish, but they can make noise by moving parts of their skeletal system or by manipulating their swim bladders and stuff and make like stridulatory sounds. So manipulating their swim bladders. So 
A swim bladder is like a submarine. Take on some water and you can like sink down mm -hmm. and you can shoot it out. Yeah. So they kind of manipulate, they kind of pee in and out of their swim bladder. Yeah. <laughs> it's not peeing, it's swim peeing. <laughs> it's swishing. He's swishing around. Swishing around. Or they creak their skeletons underwater. Creak, crack, crack, crack. That's, that's great. That definitely doesn't make them more creepy. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I have communicated through creaking my skeleton, although it's unintentionally. Like, our our kid will be like, can you do this thing on the PS4? And I'll be like, okay. And then I'll get up and all the parts of my body will, like, crack. It's like a little symphony. And then she knows how much it hurts for me to stand up. Crack, 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 crack. That's what mine always does. It's like similar, like, the sound of someone shuffling a deck of cards. <laughs> yeah, like asymmetrically shuffling yeah. a deck of cards like not yeah <laughs> fish are ectothermic so they are the temperature the water is so they're kind of like a cold-blooded yeah. would you say cold-blooded yeah. like a like a cold-blood lizard that yeah. you have to buy a rock that heats up for yeah but they don't have to hit, they don't have to be on a hot rock. They have to be in that hot water, baby. <laughs> What's the hottest fish? Well, some fish like uh, sharks and tuna, like the really big fish that are really fast, like, they will sometimes be a little bit warmer than the water itself. Okay, just from the work of like flopping around <laughs> so much. Man, tuna are big fucking fish. They are. You know that what? I like it from a tuna is in the can. I prefer in the can to going to the restaurant having tuna or having sushi. I don't like sushi and t uh, cooked tuna that is like tuna is very fishy, but not in the way that canned tuna is, which is like uh, welcoming fishiness. <laughs> Come to fishiness. <laughs> canned tuna is kind of like Cool Ranch Doritos. It's just got a familiar stink to it. Right. Actually, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, mm, make myself some tuna casserole, maybe. It'd be pretty I was, tight. I was thinking about some Cool Ranch Doritos. It's fine, though. <laughs> I love canned tuna. It's like one of the things that I just very much enjoy. I think it's probably like from be like when i was younger and i was poor it was always like a staple food i was like this is protein for 25 cents yeah yeah i eat up baby hope you like tuna and i was like i love tuna <laughs> <laughs> well you but tuna has a funk to it that you like just i like, like uh... food that is funky i really like stuff that is funky funky I like I like strong smelling and strong tasting food. And I really enjoy the fucking octopus and I like the mackerel. Yeah. Cuz the mackerel's like oily, strong tasting fish. I love it. I went to the Japanese supermarket once and I was like, "Y'all have mackerel here?" And they're like, "Yes." And I cooked it up. It was full of bones cuz I didn't I failed to look up. I thought it was like a burger. <laughs> Cause I'm from the fucking, I'm from the fucking glacial till plains of North America. I'm in the middle. I'm so far from the ocean. I was like, I'm going to cook this bitch up. Threw it in the pan. I was like, it smells great. Ate it, started coughing up bones. It was awful. I had to throw it out. Cause you can't, it used to be you could go online and you could look up and they would be like the Usenet guide to eating mackerel. Yeah, right. And now it's like, 
if you Google like, why are all these bones in my mackerel? There's like a 17 minute YouTube video and it's like, hey, it's me, Fish Lord. Don't forget to uh, reel in that like and subscribe. I remember back when I was in high school, a lot of my friends were just getting into eating fish. <laughs> they were eating all like the most normal fish that you could imagine. They were all eating like perch, trout. <laughs> But I thought I was going to like maybe try expand my horizons. And so I thought that this the first fish where I really got out of my comfort zone was mackerel. <laughs> and so here's my top 15 pro tips for your most excellent, dankest mackerel eating experience. Starting with number 15. Know your fishmonger. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Yeah. I have other... <laughs> I have other things happening. I cannot <laughs> dedicate a whole day. <laughs> we have a quiz. And this is going to be the quiz of the day. Are you ready for it? Yes. Today's quiz. Fish or not a fish? Fish or not a fish? I have a list of like, I don't know, 20 things maybe. So that sounds right. And they are all fish, and I'm going to read the list, and you're going to tell me, is it a fish or is it not a fish? But you just said they're all fish. They're all fish. They're not all fish. <laughs> some of them are not, some of these fish are not fish. Right. <laughs> okay. The plot thickens. <laughs> these guys splash, but they may not all be fish. They're all splashy buds. Wet guys. Drippy boys. <laughs> Bubbling buddies. These guys are ready to have you decide are they a fish or not. Are you ready? Some drippy guys may not be aquatic gill babies. <laughs> Craniot fuckers. <laughs> are you ready? Catfish. Yes. Catfish is a fish. I love their little whiskers. A lionfish. Yes. Uh, lionfish is a fish also. Are those the poisonous ones? They're invasive though, They're right? They're invasive. I think so, yeah. Cuttlefish. No, uh, no. A cuttlefish is a, uh, you know, one of those little fuckers that blubs around and changes color. He's like an octopus kind of. Kind of like a squid. Yeah, he's not a fish. Cephalopod? Is that what yeah. it is? Cephalopod. Uh, jellyfish. No. Jellyfish is not a fish. Jellyfish is empty and some, and it may be immortal. Mm -hmm. But it's like. What kind of life is that? Anything's <laughs> immortal if you don't kill it. It's like when you reveal that an earthworm lives eight years, like, fuck. <laughs> life is hard enough as it is. At least I ain't an earthworm. Right. How about a lungfish? I think a lungfish is a fish. Lungfish is a fish. But it can breathe air. Uh-huh. Where that's like in Africa, isn't it? Madagascar, lungfish. So probably, yeah. Find it in the mud, dig it up and eat it, baby. That's called bizarre foods. <laughs> crayfish. No, a crayfish is a little scuttle buddy. He's like a little mini lobster. Yes. I rem uh I once went to a Chinese buffet and they had uh crawfish there, which is the same as crayfish, right? Mm-hmm. And they wrote baby lobster on it. 
I was like, this is not a baby lobster, but I'm going <laughs> to let it go. I'm going to not eat it and I'm going to let it go because I don't know how you cooked it. I, I don't know. Shellfish. No, those are mollusks. Well, uh, a scallop is a mollusk and a crab is a... Crustacean. Uh, Crustacean, yeah. Stonefish. Stonefish is a fish. You're right. You're doing pretty good so far. Silverfish. No, a uh, silverfish is a little fucker that eats your butts, your books that you put in the attic. Oh, that you say eat your butt. Uh, next animal. <laughs> Starfish. No, that's a weird little guy that barfs his stomach out when it's time he to He has eat. radial symmetry. Yeah, all my crew has bilateral symmetry. Fuck radial symmetry. Yeah, they're not particularly evolved. All my homies hate radial symmetry. Right. Seahorse. Oh, there's a fucking question. What the fuck is a seahorse? <laughs> God damn. That thing fucks around. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't like it at all. I think it's a fish, though. It's a fish. <laughs> a sea urchin. Uh, no. Mm-mm. No, sea urchin tastes great, but wow. A sea snake. A sea snake? Mmm. So did you say eels were fish? I haven't got there yet. Uh, cause, um, I'm gonna say a sea snake is a fish. Uh, a sea snake is a snake. <laughs> I thought it was a trick. <laughs> eel. An eel is a fish. Yeah. An eel is hard to peel. Tadpole. No, a tadpole is a young frog. Fish is the frog. <laughs> young frog would be a great rap name. <laughs> Octopus. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Whale shark. I think whale shark is a fish. Fish is the shark. I got a whale shark in animal <laughs> yeah, crossing. Animal right, crossing. Right. So did I. A porpoise. Oh, God, what is a porpoise? <laughs> I think I've never really thought about porpoise. Um, shit, what is that? <laughs> I'm uh, so uh, I'm thinking of a platypus, which it's not that. <laughs> and I'm thinking of a dolphin. It's not that. I think a porpoise is not a fish. Is it dolphin-esque? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, I think it? it's like a dolphin. Let's find out. We're here, we're here to learn. Poor poise. Yep, it just looks like a dolphin with a with a flatter face. Looks like a dolphin pug. Look at him. Hello. I like him more than a dolphin. I think yeah, he's I, better I, than I would a dolphin. I would trust him way more. I would like to I would hug one of them, but I would not want to hug a dolphin. No. Like I could talk to one of these guys and like find out how they feel about stuff, but I don't think I could do that with, with a dolphin. See, here's the difference. Cool buddy, don't, he's not your friend. Here's what I would say. I would say a dolphin could kiss my ass mm -hmm. and then if I was swimming and a dolphin went up and put its nose on my ass, I would bonk it right on its little nose and I'd be like, you need to fuck along. <laughs> what if a porpoise wanted to wanted to put its face on your ass? I, I'd pet him and be like, lol. <laughs> <laughs> yep, okay, uh, guppy. Oh my god, what the fuck is a guppy? Beep the guppy. That's a fish. <laughs> uh, manta ray. Oh shit. Um, yes. T 
technically a fish, right? Is it? Fishing around since 2012. <laughs> Is that when they started <laughs> That's that? That's when they invented those guys. <laughs> They're like, what if we had a fish, but it was weird? <laughs> Flat fish. <laughs> what if it was like totally weird and like hard to relate to? <laughs> A manatee. Manatee? No, manatee is not a fish. Fish is a manatee. No, but it's not. <laughs> lamprey. Uh, lamprey is a fish. You're right. You did very good. You got minus one out of 22. So you got 21 out of 22. Okay, well, I failed, but the important thing is that I tried. Well, you, you got so many of them that next time it's going to be harder. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, did you know that lungfish can live out of water for several years? No. Well, what what does them in? Um, well, nothing for years. Is it just a lack of finding stuff to eat? Um, probably, but it, for so what they will do is they will like make a mucus cocoon and like burrow itself into the earth and live in its mucus cocoon. Yeah. I know that feel. <laughs> yeah. You and your mucus cocoon. <laughs> Did you know that how old the oldest fish was? Uh, the oldest one ever. Uh, I know that Greenland sharks can get very old. I think um, uh, maybe 250 years. Well, that might be. But this is a fish that was 65 and he was in my fact book. <laughs> so maybe it was pet fish but it was a long fish i don't imagine you'd want to have a long fish oh the longest living uh pet fish yeah yeah that's pretty good uh, whoever that person is they took good care of their fish did you know that a school fish could have millions of fish in it like a flock of fish uh, no that's amazing what kind any kind they can just be huge but they have like special hairs in, in their in pores along the side of their head that sense changes in water pressure and so they're able to sense the other fish moving and that's what makes them follow them so they have like a little bit of radar so they can kind of tack along with the whole gang that's like when you see a flock of birds and like one of them kind of changes direction it seems like it ripples through the group super fast yeah that's what fish must do mm-hmm. only they, they can't fly they're, uh, when it comes to water, they're flying. Fish are really the birds of the sea. <laughs> I'm the bird of the earth. <laughs> oh, those are penguins. <laughs> what if I'm the bird? Well, no, birds are birds of... Penguins are birds <laughs> of the sea. <laughs> fish of the earth. No, that's a long fish. <laughs> There's just no place for me in this world. <laughs> Where do I fit in? <laughs> uh, so, so what did you learn today about fish? I'm surprised that any of those guild motherfuckers that are craniate and aquatic, they all count as fish. And who could say coming into this that they thought an octopus was a fish. Of course you didn't, dumbass. 
<laughs> it's got Ocho and it's got tentacles. Nobody thought that. I'm going to continue subscribing to the 19 or the 1500s belief that anything that's wet's a fish. You do you, and there's no better place to do you than Harlem Township, Delaware County, Ohio, northeast of Columbus, Ohio, sponsors of Garbage Brain University. I bet you there's good fishing up there. I bet you there's great fish in Hoover Dam, Harlem Township, Ohio, and when you're shipping your mangoes back home, right? there's nothing better than Hazel Technologies, purveyors of 1MCT packets for your shipping solution logistics. Think about it. Think about it. So if you haven't yet, subscribe to us, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. You'll get access to our Discord, all of our odd number episodes you've never heard. You've never seen them. You've never even seen these audio files, motherfucker. <laughs> but you will. Just wait. <laughs> you wait till you can click on over 60 paid episodes. You're gonna fucking shit. So join us, talk to us live, chat room, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next time. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.